Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Today, I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from our brand new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Empowered Woman. I know we've all heard about the Me Too movement, and we've heard the stories from celebrities about sexual harassment and discrimination. But of course, this happens to men and women from all walks of life. And while it's only one of the many themes we explore in our new book, it's one of the most important. So in our first story, April Knight tells us that she was a 45-year-old widow with four teenage children. She hadn't gone to college, so she took any job she could find to support her family. And she was holding down two jobs. She was cleaning houses and she was working as a clerk in a small gift shop just to make ends meet. And then the gift shop closed. So April went and applied for 23 different jobs and she was thrilled when she finally got one. She was hired to work at a jewelry store and it was at a salary that allowed her to quit cleaning houses and just have one job instead of two. Now, it went well for a while and then it didn't. She says she was 30 pounds overweight and she wore bifocals and she didn't wear makeup and she didn't think she was very attractive. And she was shocked when her boss started asking her odd questions about her personal life. Now, she was 45. He was a 65-year-old widower, and he had been pleasant to work with until then. But then he began asking her out to dinner. And when she refused, he threatened that she might lose her job if she wasn't nice to him. And one day, he even cornered her in the stockroom, and he tried to kiss her and grope her. And he said he would make her assistant manager if she would, quote, be friendly. Well, despite the fact that this job was really good for her and she really needed it, April hired a lawyer and she filed sexual harassment charges against her boss. Her children were embarrassed and they were not supportive, which really crushed April. And then April's female coworkers shunned her and her male coworkers started teasing her. So she was absolutely miserable. She'd been bullied as a child and now she had all those same feelings again. But her lawyer wouldn't let her give up. He was a new young lawyer, and he was passionate about this case. And he even helped her get counseling that helped her to understand why she'd been timid and afraid her entire life. And that counseling helped April to act brave, even though she didn't really feel that way on the inside. She went to work every day, even though she says the atmosphere there was as cold as the North Pole. So eventually the case went to court. April's boss didn't even show up. And the judge awarded her an amount of money that equaled five years of wages at the store. But the lawyer wouldn't let it go. Besides the money, 
He wanted a written letter of apology and he wanted a good recommendation from April's boss. And the judge agreed. The very next week, April's boss filed for bankruptcy, not because of her lawsuit, but because his business wasn't going well in general. He hadn't been paying any of his debts for the past year, and he owed a fortune for his jewelry inventory, rent, income taxes. So the store was closed, the inventory was seized, April's boss moved away, and he didn't pay her what the judge had ordered. But then he died two years later, and his estate paid her what the judge had said that she should receive. So four years after she filed that initial lawsuit, April had won. And she says, going through the ordeal had been painful, embarrassing, exhausting, and scary. But I came out of it stronger, smarter, and no longer a victim. So I started off that story with a quote that I felt was very appropriate. It was from Margaret Chase Smith, who was born in 1897, And as a Republican politician from Maine, she was the first woman to serve as a U.S. congressman and as a U.S. senator. So here's what she said. The right way is not always the popular and easy way. Standing for right when it is unpopular is a true test of moral character. Lorraine Lush has another story in the same vein in Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Empowered Woman, but it's about discrimination, not sexual harassment. She had an administrative assistant job working for a guy who was just a terrible boss. When he didn't have enough work for her to do, he would say, and I'm not kidding, you are to sit quietly at your desk like a lady and wait or go find another job. He refused to give her any additional interesting work to do, even though she wanted to do more. Lorraine says her boss was a tyrant. He was constantly threatening to fire her, and he would criticize her in front of her co-workers every chance he got. It was 1984, and there was very little she could do to change the situation. Her mother had seen no other future for her daughter, and she had basically pushed her down this path to becoming a secretary. And Lorraine had become a secretary at age 19. And she was bored, so she changed jobs frequently, which actually allowed her to learn many new skills, including at one company where she got to work on one of the very first IBM personal computers. She was fascinated by the computer, and she wanted to learn everything about it. And when the computer broke down at that job and remained unrepaired for weeks, Lorraine opened it hoping to figure out what made it tick. And somehow, she managed to fix it and put it back together again. There were layoffs at that company, and Lorraine took on all of the duties of one of the laid-off people who had had a much higher-paid position. She continued working on the computer, but her boss wouldn't officially give her that higher job or that higher salary. So she moved on, and that was how she came to be working for this boss from hell. Lorraine was so miserable, she found she was actually getting sick more often, and her doctor told her to quit her job. But she did enjoy the computer work that she got to do at this new job, even though her boss didn't really like the fact that she was proficient on the computer. And that was one reason why he wouldn't let her do new things and told her to just sit there and look at the wall like a lady. 
Anyway, it all came to a head one day when Lorraine's car broke down and had to be towed to a local repair shop. The repair shop closed at the same time that Lorraine got out of work, and her boss wouldn't let her leave a few minutes early to get her car. And she had no other way to get home. If she didn't pick up her car from the repair shop, she would be stranded at the office overnight. So she had no choice. She went and got the car, and she was fired. And she says, I was never so thrilled to be fired in my life. And it thrilled me all the more that he knew I was thrilled. It was the most empowering moment of my career. That day, Lorraine decided she was going to work for herself, and she was going to do what she loved. She started a computer software company. She developed a sizable clientele. And because she loved to build and fix computers and networks, she started a computer repair business too. And her computer software and repair business flourished for the next 24 years. She says, becoming an empowered woman didn't happen overnight. It took many years to lay the groundwork and there were many missteps along the way. The journey was long and hard, but I emerged from it a new independent woman who lived life on her own terms. So that's it. Two women who stood up for their rights. It was hard, but it was worth it for both of them. I'll be sharing more stories from our new book about the empowered woman over the coming weeks. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. My handle is at Amy Newmark. I'll post a link to the latest podcast every day, or you can subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts. And if you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Empowered Woman, please visit chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see this week's featured books. Come back for our next episode when I'll be sharing a couple of stories from another new book just in time for Mother's Day. I'll be sharing two stories that show it's never too late to say thank you to your mom.